this is episode 668 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, August 16th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Cruznez, and today I'll be talking about Ancestors Legacy, the Tower of Beatrice, and the boys. And I'm going to start off with the boys because I finished that earlier today and I absolutely loved it. I thought the boys was fantastic. Outside of one scene I didn't like, which was the scene, spoilers, where the Deep is getting fingered in his gills. I don't like that scene because I think, one, it is just crappy revenge fantasy. Look, this dude, he did some real shitty things. He assaulted a bunch of women. So why don't we have a scene where he gets assaulted? And everyone's going to like that, right? Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people like it. Look, it shows you how pathetic he's gotten, too, which, you know, I, I get. I get it. But on top of that, I don't know how gills look. And I'm sure some gills look like this. But the gills of the deep are weird in that they look like they have a bunch of little sharp razor teeth. Like a piranha's mouth. And because of that, every time they showed a close-up of her finger in him, I thought, oh my god, he's going to bite off her hand. He's going to bite off her hand. It's just going to be some reactionary thing his reflex is going to kick in and he is going to bite off her hand and it's going to be gross and i don't want to see that of all the things like there's a lot of graphic violence in the show but the thought of this dude's gills biting off this woman's hands or just her fingers really grossed me out and i didn't like it because of that so yeah there's that but outside of that and also in the very last episode elizabeth shoe's character who's I think she's the head of the corporation or one of the heads of the corporation. She's having a little chat, if you will, with a congressman, I think some politician who was never in the show up until that point. And he says something along the lines of, I can't wait to see your tennis playing tight ass go to prison or some shit like that. All I know is when referring to her ass, he use as part of his adjective tennis and i thought that sounded really weird and ridiculous and i did not like it i think it could have worked coming out of a different character but it really didn't suit this random guy who we've never seen up until that point so yeah i didn't like that but outside of those two moments i loved the entirety of the show it's my favorite tv of the year i think what makes the show work so well is the casting and there are a lot of people i've never seen before in this show but they all play their characters the roles so perfectly that i never once thought regarding any character i really would have liked to seen this actor in this role or anything along those lines i never once thought that because everyone is just absolutely perfect in the roles like with translucent I've never seen that guy ever, but I think he fit the role and played it as well as anyone could have. Uh, and, and that goes for every single character. The main guy, the main normie who is really the catalyst for everything that happens, Huey, he's, he's played by a, a guy who at first I thought, oh, I don't know if, I don't know about this guy. He looks kind of weird. And then I found out his name is something Quaid and I thought to myself Quaid that's a weird last name is he related to Dennis Quaid 
and he is in fact Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. And it made so much sense because when I looked at his face again, I thought, or I, I, I noticed, <laughs> you really are a combination of your mother and father in the worst ways. You know how they did on, I don't know if it's Conan or Leno or, or whatever, but on one of those late night shows, they would do the whole, hey, let's take some famous people and mash them together. We're going to put their faces together and then you're going to see what it would look like if their kids look like them or whatever what their kids would look like and they would always end up looking pretty damn weird well this quaid kid is the realization of that weirdness he's not that weird looking he just there's there's something weird about him because i do think he looks like both parents whereas in many cases usually one parent ends up dominating over the other at least, usually. No guarantees. But I, I really like the show. And again, it, it, it really comes down to the, the casting. Uh, so yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. If you don't know what The Boys is, it's basically a show that asks the question, that poses the question, what if superheroes really existed and were flawed like the rest of us? You know, it, it's very dark and dirty and can be overly pessimistic you know where you have a, a something like superman who is incredibly optimistic and just perfect you you then have uh what's his name homelander who is the exact opposite and i really i like it a lot and and the, and the graphic violence and all that that really didn't do anything for me in terms of like it, it didn't bother me at all and I think it may just be that I'm desensitized to all that jazz at this point I've watched and loved a lot of Cronenberg so maybe I'm just used to seeing a lot of graphic violence and a lot of close-ups of graphic violence but none of the violence bothered me there's also a cool not cameo but there's an actor in the show who appears about a little over halfway through, who I did not know was in the show, and I was like, oh, you're in this. And even he fits the role so well. It's just, it's a great show and my favorite TV of the year. Not that I've watched all that much TV. But moving on to what I've been playing. So I've been playing a little game called Ancestor Legacy, which is an RTS. And it originally came out on PC way back in May of 2018. And you may be saying to yourself, that's not that long ago. And yeah, that, that's true. It's not that long ago. But it came out in May 2018 and has just now made its way to consoles, both uh, PS4 and Xbox One. I've been playing it on Xbox One, on the X, and it is an RTS on console, which is to say it suffers from what pretty much every RTS on console suffers from, which is to say it suffers from being an RTS on console and using a controller. It's clunky to control it. The UI and the menu navigation is clunky. It's just, it's not the ideal way to play most RTS games. I've never played Halo Wars, which I've heard is a really good series for, um, for a controller and all that. But Ancestors of Legacy just 
feels pretty clunky. The frame rate, like it runs smoothly, but I feel like the, the frame rate must be not great because when you are advancing to areas that are unexplored, you have your circle of vision. You know what I'm talking about. Where, because you know, you have the, the fog of war where you can't see in the distance and in places you haven't been. And you, when entering these new areas, the the vision, your, your circle of vision, it moves at a really choppy pace and it's really distracting and it's unpleasant to look at. If I just could walk in a random direction for five minutes and just stared at that, I imagine that I would get a headache. Why would I ever do this? I don't know, it'd be really dumb of me to do this. And I wouldn't do it because, you know, it just wouldn't make any sense for me to do that. And you can't do it because the maps are too small for you to walk in one direction for five minutes. But it's it's just pretty clunky. The, the theme of it is uh, a Viking themed, which is kind of cool, but then the, the visuals aren't that great. It's pretty bland. You can zoom in kind of close, but you also can press in the left analog stick to get a, an, an action cam, which is nice, but it seems to just pick that at random. Uh, I, I don't know how it does it. When you, when you select multiple units, I'm not sure if it's picking the unit you last selected in the, in the group or, or how it's picking these things, but it's not great. And it's just, it's, it, it's, it's an RTS on console. I don't know what else to say outside of that. I am not enjoying it. I haven't enjoyed my time with it really. And the, the campaign has a story tied to it, which is very uninteresting. I am playing it right now and I'm trying to find like, I'm lost in my own stupid area. I can't find, where is my archery station? Didn't I build an archery thing? I did build an archery thing. Where is the archery range? There it is. That Everything looks the same. Like these buildings, like I can't tell the difference between a house and an archery range. They should be very distinct. And I'm losing an area now because it's just wasting time trying to build units because I lost a bunch. And it's peeing me Oh, It's pissing me off. But the visuals aren't great. It's very bland. It's not a lot of character to, it, character to it. The story is uninteresting and not engaging. The... The campaign missions I'm, I'm not a fan of the scenarios that they've had in place and the thing that really sucks uh, is that the skirmish mode which I feel like is something a lot of people like in RTS games having the ability to just play a random match with the AI against the AI it if you happen to have a bad run, say you've, you've changed, a, you've used a lot of custom rules and you don't like the way things are playing out and you want to restart the level. You want to restart that skirmish with your custom settings. If you click, if you pause the game and restart the game 
uh, and say you want to restart the level, it doesn't restart the level. It just quits you out back to the main menu. And then you can redo the skirmish by going back to single player, starting a skirmish menu, or opening the skirmish menu, changing the settings back to what you wanted. And that is just a real annoying, stupid little design choice. I also find that, like I said, the controls are clunky, but I think sometimes it's just very unresponsive. And what it says it's going to do, it doesn't actually do. And maybe I'm just losing my mind, but I feel like there are times where the stuff I learned in the tutorial doesn't actually do jack shit. But, you know, it is what it is, an RTS on console. And as far as I'm concerned, those rarely, if ever, work. I don't think it shouldn't be on console. I think RTS games should very much so be on consoles. But, um, you know... It just is what it is. There's some weird mechanics in the game too. Like you can retreat, which at least in the campaign for me, it means you run really fast and you run away. But oddly, you seem to just be invulnerable to enemy attacks when this happens. And it's, it's probably not the case that that is what's going on. But when I've done it, they just sprint and they can, they can run through enemy patrols and not be seen. And it's really weird. Uh, so that that's just like, there, it's just not a great RTS game even on PC I, I don't think I'd have much fun with this game I do like the setting conceptually I think Vikings are cool but I'm not a fan of the way everything is implemented in this game I don't think the, the units are all that interesting I think archers are pretty damn OP and yeah, it's just, it is what it is, sadly. And then the Tower of Beatrice is a Sometimes You joint. Do you remember Sometimes You? That, that good old publisher that is responsible for a lot of not so great games and a few surprisingly good ones? Well, the Tower of Beatrice is a point and click adventure with terrible writing that is trying to be funny and never is too much of said writing dumb puzzles bad art and it's just it's just garbage i i really don't like it i played the first two rooms i don't think there are that many rooms the the crux of tower beatrice is that you are some dude who has been sent up into this tower that a witch lives in or lived in and you have to go there I don't know why you have to go there. I think they're just like, hey, go here and uh, do some stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much all. That, I don't know what they're saying. They're just like, go here and collect this book or something. And then the spirit of the witch, because she doesn't have her body anymore, is like, ah, ha, ha, I caught you. You get caught in a cage and then you get out of there and then you go to her bedroom and you bring her dead hamster back to life. It's all dumb and stupid, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But, um, you know, it's just sometimes you think so. I'm sure the achievement points and trophies will be easy to obtain, and that's what people really care about. So, yeah, at least you got that to look forward to. Am I right, or am I right? I am so right. But, uh, yeah, that's... That's just the Tower of Beatrice. <laughs> it's not good. It's a game that you shouldn't even have on your radar at all. 
sadly. I don't, I don't like saying that kind of stuff. But then outside of that and Ancestors Legacy, there is still Apex, which I've been playing. I've been playing a little bit more of it solo. It's, it's okay, but the, the currency stuff and all that jazz is still problematic. And I, I played with somebody who had every piece of armor from the Iron Crown event unlocked because they moved through all their characters before picking one and I'm like, holy crap, this person is nuts. They really like Apex apparently because they've spent a lot of money to get, the, to get all this stuff. But uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. Uh, I didn't see any news that really stood out. I, I'm definitely getting more excited and interested in uh, pushing forward with the whole... Um, what is it? The, the, the license versus game idea for videos, though. With a lot of those being things that I would want or things that I would want to do with older games. I can't really implement that series until I have the means to record and capture games from uh, the older generations. So that is something that is just going to have to wait for the time being. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about doing that in the future. And, yeah, it's uh, going to be a, a good time. Anyway, I think that's a good place to wrap up this here episode of uh, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. <laughs> Anywho, once again, I'm your host, Mark Business. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast the pixelated paranormal podcast and attack the backlog which are all available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play apple Podcasts, and spotify and if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show or attack the backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and check them out there if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely weekend. Bye-bye.